What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Idols to Rivals podcast. If you're watching on the YouTube channel or if you're listening on the audio version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever it may be, I appreciate you guys for listening. Like I said, this is episode number 39. My name is Jack, at Jack Hummel on everything you can think of, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everything that's at Jack Hummel with two M's, two L's. And I appreciate it, guys. We're coming up on 40 episodes. I can't believe when I started this um, a year ago, over a year ago now, that it, that it would come to this. We're still doing it. We're still loving it. Still, uh, still trying to improve every episode. And if you're watching, if you don't know, and if you're watching or listening to the audio version, I do a live recording of it on my YouTube channel whenever I film these. And if you're wondering why I look like the guy who killed Uncle Ben when uh, Spider-Man was uh, was angry at him because he didn't get milk or something like that, it's because um, the new beanies came in and I'm testing out some some products. So that's why I look like that. So don't judge. It's just the struggle of uh, the grind. But yeah. So, like I said, you can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on um, the audio version on Spotify or Apple, anything like that. Pretty much anywhere you can get the um, your podcast from, Android included. Uh, check it out. Like I said, really trying to grow the YouTube channel, really trying to grow the Spotify listening. Everyone that listens, I appreciate it a lot. Um, got some great feedback this week about people listening to it and, and had some insights, and that's kind of why I do it. That's why I love it so much is people can have opinions and we can kind of talk about it, whether it be we're not in the same area, whether it be we don't communicate a lot, but having that ability to to start a conversation over so many mediums is something that I think is really cool and why I enjoy listening to podcasts myself, why I enjoy creating them and just kind of getting thought experiments going. I like getting your brain tied in a knot and just being like, oh, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Or, oh, what do I think about this? And um, so it's a good time. I'm glad people are enjoying it. I'm glad people are listening. A lot of people that I didn't know listened are listening, and I, I love it. It's uh, it's cool to see how this is growing, how this is transpiring. But just to go over some news before we start anything crazy. So uh, first news is kind of big. Tiger Woods yesterday got in a horrible car accident. I think um, it was just a couple leg injuries. I mean, not just a couple. He had rods and stuff and after a major back surgery, I believe too. So there's a little, there's a little preconceived notions about all that because just from his past, but I don't judge. I don't know anything about that. It's been awesome to see Tiger kind of climb back into the ranks and, um, and win. So I, I've loved to see that growing up. Tiger was always just an animal and, and no pun intended, but it was great and, and the absolute best probably ever. But yeah, I got in a really bad one car, car accident. Like I said, I think they put rods in his legs or, or um, screws his ankle as well. It was just mostly lower body body injuries. So that sucks. Wishing him the best. Hope he gets better. Uh, like I said, watching him play. If you've never watched him play golf, it's it's actually insane. Especially in his heyday. I mean, they had they had the game, the video game named after him. I I mean, Madden has Madden was a coach who coached twenty years ago, and uh, and that's what they call the NFL game. They literally called it Tiger Woods PGA Golf. They just straight up called it his first name. So that doesn't tell you how good he was. Um, and I don't know what will also in the past week, a lot's been going on, landed on Mars, which is crazy. The Mars Rover, I should say, we didn't put humans on Mars, but I wanted to document that on the, the podcast. Cause if we do one day are colonizing Mars, or if you're watching this 300 years in the future and you're on Mars, let me know. I'll probably be gone, but, or just a floating head, but just write it down in the comments on the YouTube video and, uh, and subscribe. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. If, uh, if you're from Mars or if you're in the year 3000, just like that Jonas Brothers song, just, just let me know. But uh, yeah, landing on Mars, kind of a crazy, it's been a crazy week for the world. It's been a, it's been a very crazy week and in better ways than what we've been used to in the past, past year with everything going on. It's good to hear about news that's exciting and, and the progression of the human race as opposed to its imminent doom or things are going horribly or countries falling apart, things like that. I'm glad we've transitioned or at least had a week where things are going good and there's, there's a glimmer of hope in the future and 
it's it's been a wild one. We got some some meme stocks coming back. I know GameStop is. Let's see what GameStop's at right now. And if you don't know, if we talked about it on the last one, GameStop was uh was the was the topic of hot debate just because of what Robinhood was doing and limiting their stocks, trading, um, buying and selling, which is completely illegal. So still not very happy with Robinhood, although I haven't transitioned yet. So I guess that's just me being lazy. But yeah, I'm looking at $91 a share. So up 103% today, but I think it's even higher than that. I think it's around 150. So absolutely astronomical. The internet is crazy. It always will be. It's always been a wasteland for for crazy ideas and crazy experiments. And so that's why I think I've always been drawn to it just because it is the wild west. There's not really so much like get on your horse and go west. That's, that's kind of in the past. Um, but now it's get on the internet and anything's really possible. You see some of the darkest shit you've ever seen. You'll see some stuff that restores your faith in humanity. And uh, it can all be within three page clicks or th- five sentences typed in on Google. It is, that's always, always how it's been. And I go through this thought a lot about how at least for us for the next, I'd say 20, 30 years, 40 years, maybe the generations in the past, like when I see pictures of my grandparents or my great grandparents, it's like one photo of them in college, one photo of them as a teenager, one photo of them as a kid. And it's like this, you get their whole life in four photos. And then these next few generations, it's going to be like, you have these podcasts, you have these YouTube videos, you have pictures on Instagram, if that's still around or however that's saved, however we go about transferring photos and, and videos and ideas and notes um, to the future. So it's going to be crazy that, that people that grandkids and next generations are going to have in depth, um, an in-depth look at how it is. Like if you're my grandchild and you're watching this right now, let me know, leave a comment. Maybe this will be a different perspective. You get to see, um, a family member or your grandparent or your uncle or whatever it is in a different light. And I think that that's something crazy. We haven't dealt with it yet. Cause like I said, it's just a time thing with all this, new age social media stuff. And I sound like a 400 year old man, but with social media and with YouTube and and the internet, we haven't got that experience of the next generation having their grandparents have been online their whole lives. And so I'm curious to see, I obviously won't know for a very long time how that plays out, but it's, I'm curious to see how that's going to be, how that's going to play out and all the stuff that the internet's forever, everything like that is a scary thought and a really cool thought. Like I said, I, it'll be, could you imagine now if you had, videos and podcasts and Instagram posts of your grandparents when they were going through college, when they first fell in love, when they got their first job, when they got fired for the first time, whatever it may be, their struggles. And you had HD footage of that in a different world in a different time. Like when I see photos of like, or old movies, I guess is an even better example. When, when you see old movies and it's like all these, all these 1970s cars are driving around, like that's what real life looked like. It looked like that. They wore that. Those are the cars that were driving around. This is what the newspaper looks like. They actually did that. And that's what the world looked like. And if you had that with everyone's everyone's grandparents or the generations before us, that's what they're going to have. That's what the people, I don't want to say behind us, the people in front of us, I guess. Well, no, that doesn't make sense either. But the next generations will have that. They'll have an in-depth view of how it all was. They'll have so much of it will be documented. It'll be, it'll be not such a foreign thought. Like we had history books. You have black and white photos and like really grainy, just old school photography, videography, just documentation of history. And that's how I see whenever I think of the 1940s, I think of black and white. I can't picture it in color. I've seen restorations on like Facebook where um, you get to see like Abe Lincoln in color. This is what it would look like. We we edited the photo and figured out what it would look like. And it still just doesn't sit quite right with me. It's It doesn't register in my brain. It's it's always going to be black and white. As much as I think about these old, the old times, 
it's always going to be in black and white, but, and that kind of leaves a disconnect because you don't really know what it's like. You can't feel how those people felt. Like you see pictures of the great depression. It's in black and white. You're like, okay, I get it. Everything's dark, dingy, blah, 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 blah. And then you see pictures of great times and it's black and white. And you're like, well, it still kind of has that dreary vibe. And there's, there's, um, I don't know. I don't know why coal miners are coming to example, but the great depression is a good example. You always think like dark, dungy, dingy, but now we're going to have, when people are looking up coronavirus in 150 years, it's going to be full color HD video, people talking about it all over. There's going to be so much content. It's going to be absolutely insane. And I think it's going to allow for deeper connection. It's going to make time feel less important. You know, it's going to have a different, a different feel. And even with, even with, I'd say, like if you watch an old football game, an old like classic football game, if, even if it's in color, it's all grainy and things are different and you really kind of feel separated from that time. It brings you back if you experienced it, if you were alive, like when it happens, for example, or watched it live. But whenever you, you still feel that disconnect if you weren't there whenever that happened, at least I do. And I think whenever we have all this technology where things are going to get better and better as they always do, that's just par for the course. But I think that disconnect of like, oh, that was such a long time ago. I don't know if that's going to be there whenever you have 60,000 photos of your grandparents, 500 videos, 600 podcasts of your grandparents knowing their every thought. And that's kind of why I'm doing this. That's one of the reasons besides besides building a community and besides getting thoughts out into the world and, and actually speaking them into existence. It's also a documentation of whenever I'm gone and my kids and grandkids and great, great grandkids and great, great, great grandkids are ruling the world or whatever they're doing, they can kind of see this was a moment in time. This is where I was when I was 23 years old, almost 24. This is what I was doing. This was my thought process. This is how I went about life and get that, that in-depth look. So there's not so much mystery because at least for me and my family, we didn't document a whole lot for a long time for the beginning. I don't know about the beginning, but for a very, very long time. So there's not a lot of knowledge we have of our past. And so I think having these documents and, and being able to connect with a future generation, even long after we're gone, is going to be something that's that's just going to be the norm. And I think it's going to allow ideas to last a lot longer. I think it's going to allow people and mindsets to, allow, to last a lot longer. And it's just something I obviously will not know the the reverberating effects of until everything's all said and done till we are in those next generations and there are grandkids running around, but it's just something to think about. Does like, does time become less important? Does the value of a good story, does the value of, of being there, does that go away? Whenever you have all this documentation, does the, whenever you're listening to a story from your grandmother, your grandparents, whatever it may be, your, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, whoever it is, an old friend, that story where you're just so you're just like, wow, what was that like? Pretty soon it's going to, you're going to know what it's like. You're going to be able to do a virtual tour of what it looked like on February 24th, 2021. And you're gonna be able to walk down the street in Thailand and you're going to know exactly what happened, exactly what it looks like. So it takes away that, whoa, what was that like? How did you do that? We're like, whoa, times were different back in the day. It's like, well, we know we have 30,000 YouTube videos of it. So does that kind of, does that kind of take away the, the value of a good story, I guess, is, is the best way to put it. And the, the life lessons, because there won't be that disconnect. I see it as there's so much access to what things are like going forward that it may, it may change how people perceive it. Like I said, reading a history book, you had a couple pictures of World War II. Maybe you saw a couple video clips of it in history class. But 
if it wasn't black and white, it was something you could barely see. And you're like, okay, that was a whole different time. That was, that was a different world. But whenever you're going to have people that are vlogging, whenever you have people that are doing podcasts, creating music, doing art, there's just so much more of it at a, at a astronomical level. I mean, especially music movies, you had to, you had to be, there were gatekeepers to that. You had to get in the studio. You had to pay however much an hour. No one could afford that unless you were a big name. That's why everyone wanted to get signed. You couldn't afford that. Making a movie, putting videos on the internet for everyone to see, having something, having a media, a film medium that everyone could see in the world was only possible through movie theaters, which are, which were, which all, haven't been around that long. And now you have the internet where you can post a video that you filmed on your iPhone that's in your pocket and it can go out to everywhere. There's no gatekeepers at all. It's free. And so there's going to be so much more content on, on an exponential level. Like I said, whether it be art, music, videos, podcasts, whatever it is, there's going to be so much more of that on a different level. So I feel like it may take away that disconnect of, oh, that was a different lifetime. Well, you can experience that lifetime through videos. You can experience that lifetime through a podcast. You can experience that lifetime through whatever virtual reality is coming next because that is the future. I mean, I've been on Google Maps looking at apartments recently and I could zoom in onto like a balcony in 3D on a place that's 700 miles away and know exactly, I could see the stop sign. I could see the grain of dirt or the wrench a guy left at a construction site from right here. And so- it, it makes you feel, and I guess that's the best way I can describe it is going on Google earth. And whenever you go on Google earth, just type in a random place, type in a place in Africa, a place in the North, um, Northeast of Europe of Switzerland. Let's do that. Type that in. You can go exactly on whatever street and you can see whatever's going on right now. And it kind of takes away that like, Oh, I wonder what that's like over there. Cause you can see it. Google it. You can go to, you can go to an Island, go to an Island in the middle of nowhere. I'm sure there's photos of it. And so it takes away kind of that allure of, man, what's the world look like? Which I still have. I still want to travel. I want to see it with my own eyes. But the fact that I can go see the seven wonders of the world or eight wonders of the world, however many there are, from my phone while I'm sitting here waiting for a, like making a sandwich, it takes away that like that imagination and that it kind of, like I said, it, it, I think it takes away the value. And I think that with time and with memories and with stories, that's what's going to happen with all of this content, with all of the stuff that people are producing is it's going to take away that, that disconnect, which is good and bad as everything is. It's, it's, it's polarizing. Is, is it a good thing that, that things feel closer to you, that you feel closer to the, maybe the family members you never got to meet because they passed before you were, or they're in a different spot in life, whatever it is. Is that a good thing? Or is it, is it a bad thing that you don't kind of value it because it's like, you know what it was like. You, you basically, you can live it through these videos. You can live it through stuff like that. And this may just be a crazy rant that makes zero sense. But the more I go into it, the deeper I think about how it, how different it's going to be. Like I said, this all started from talking about like Instagram models, taking ass pictures and being like, oh, that was my grandma. That that's originally what it, what this whole thought process started as, but it, it ventures off into well, I mean, what's going to be valued? Everyone's talking about like cryptocurrencies. Everyone's talking about uh, NFTs, non-fungible tokens or whatever it is, which I don't understand, but I'm trying to because apparently it's the next wave like everything else. But is is the value of a good story going to be nothing? Like, uh, I mean, it used to be books. Like you used to have to read a book about Stoicism and Marcus Aurelius to learn, to learn about what his thoughts were. You used to have to go get that book. And then it was like, well, now you can... 
Now you can go on Instagram or TikTok and there's a thousand quotes of it. It's just like you get battered with all this stuff that used to be so hard to access because it started, it started with Marcus Aurelius writing it down in a book. It started with him telling his son, here's my thought process. Here's how I live my life. And then it became stories. Then it became published. Then it became global. Then it was put to videos. Then it was whatever. And it kind of devalues that, that lesson, I guess. And I think, I wonder if that's going to happen with, with the family dynamic. I think families are going to change over time. Well, I know they are. Everything changes over time, but the, the value of having to be there, the value of that experience, you know, like if you've ever, if you've been to a concert recently and you see, okay, people aren't even watching the concert anymore. It's, you have 30, 30,000 iPhones held up in front of you. And it's like, I've done it. I'm not even looking at the concert. I'm looking at my phone, seeing what, seeing how well it's going to be filmed. Cause I can't wait to put it on Snapchat and show everybody how much of a good time I'm having. And so do you lose that experience? And one of the Jesse Wellens, who I've been watching forever, he was one of my motivations to start uh, YouTube videos, but I was like 13 when I started watching it. I was watching it forever, but he was talking about how he lived his life like 10 years vlogging and, and all, did all these experiences, but, but, but it was always like, okay, let me go move the GoPro. Let me go, let me go fix the camera. Let me make a good, a good shot. And it's like, he shared that experience with everybody. His, his millions of followers. And he's like, did that take away the experience? If I'm sharing it with a million other people, it's no longer my experience. And I was listening to, a, I think it was a TikTok, but it was a TikTok of a podcast, a clip. And it was, it was, oh God, who was it? It was a boxer. Damn, the, the, he calls himself like King Gypsy or something like that. I can't remember. Anyway, he was talking about how you're really only renting things. Like this, this cup will be around probably longer than I am. This, this light, this light will be around longer than I am. All this stuff will be around longer than you will. So you're basically renting it, but the things you can't, things people can't buy from you are memories and experiences. And so if we film all this stuff and it's obviously it's not hypocritical, but it's interesting that I talk about it and I just smash my mic, but it's interesting. I talk about it cause I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to film all my whole life. I'm trying to, to, to document what's going on in my thought process, but does it take away from your own experience if you're sharing it with a million people or if you're sharing it with a hundred people, does that kind of ruin the concert? Does that ruin that, that awesome moment? Like where everybody's vibe and everybody's having a good time. Does it ruin that? Does it take it away if you share it with other people or does it add to it because you're spreading, you're spreading the memory, you're spreading the idea of it. Things can last a lot longer before it's like a photo. You used to get a photo and it's, you print it out and it's like, you lose it. It's gone. That's gone. Sure, you can delete photos on your phone, but that's not really the point. Or you write something down in your notes, you lose the notebook, that's gone. But if you have if you have those memories forever, like if you film it and you save it, and obviously anything can be destroyed, but for the sake of argument, you have it forever. Does that take away from the experience or does that add to the experience? I don't know. These aren't, if you came to this podcast for answers, I don't have all of them, but that's just something I like to think about is... Are you enhancing the experience by sharing it with people or are you devaluing it by, because it's becoming such a, such a, an accessible, I guess commodity is not the word, but it's so accessible to everybody. So does that devalue like, Oh, I went to this concert, 30,000 people were there. That was you and 30,000 people's memory, but everyone posts it and, and friends of friends of friends see it. Then it's like, well, we all were there or maybe not, or maybe you don't think that at all. And I don't know. I'm curious. Like I said, this all stemmed from, it'll be interesting to see what our grandparents say or our grandkids say whenever they can see all this stuff about us, whenever they can see me at 23, where I'm at figuring life out as I do it over a microphone and camera. 
as opposed to I had to see pictures of my grandma. I had to see her when she was like, oh, this is college. This is when I worked at the Red Lobster. My parents came to pick me up that weekend. And you hear these crazy stories that are just that are like, I don't know, you feel it when you're sitting across from someone and you just feel that that story. It's going to be a lot different than than whenever you're you're watching a video of it or you see an Instagram photo and they're not there. But like I said, then the legacy lives on longer. So that's what I'm debating in my head. I don't know if it made any sense, but that's what that's what I think about. That's what just that's what came to mind. But I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Um, like I said, all the stuff I've heard, uh, people have been people have been listening to it and apparently enjoying it. So it makes me super happy. I'm super pumped about that. We've got big things coming. A lot of stuff is happening very quickly. I'm super excited. If you're watching the YouTube video, new beanie, new hoodies, working on the website, super excited about it. Really proud of this. Like I said, I've done this multiple times before and it's never really worked out. But if you are watching the YouTube video, please remember to subscribe and like this video and comment. And let me know what you want to see. If you're wa- if you're listening to it on uh, Spotify, Apple iTunes, I, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play, please rate it five stars or follow whatever you need to do. I really appreciate it. I can see when everybody does all that stuff, so it really gets me motivated and really helps me out. Um, just get after. It. Remember, fear nothing, attack everything, and uh, nothing's impossible. That's what I've been figuring out. Nothing's impossible, especially if you you put you grind. You grind until you're down to the bone. It's possible. I know it. And I'm going to live my life believing that. And if I'm dead ass wrong, I'm dead wrong. But I'm not. (laughs) I appreciate you guys for listening. If you want to go to After Hours on the YouTube video, like I said, Jack Hummel, just search that on YouTube. You'll see it. You go there um, after the audio version is done. Just kind of talk a little bit more. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys for listening. You have a good one. Attack the week. Get after it. And just know uh, your dreams aren't dumb. No matter what anybody says, no matter how you feel, sometimes I get spikes all the time where I'm just like, nope, not going to do it. I can't do it. Let's just stop right now. That's what that's what people want you to do. Don't do that shit. Do it for the smile on your face whenever you see them being like, oh my God, he did that. He said he was going to do it and he actually did it. She said she was going to do it. She did it. Do it for that. And knowing that you're proving to yourself that you can. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. I'll see you next week. Peace.